Although some people say that they're um, they're wasting their time, blah blah blah, just being a bum. But it's like, to be quite honest, I'm attracted to the bum life for a little bit. You know, you got to experience that. Yeah. It's like, okay, you say they're wasting their life, but you wasted your life sitting in an office doing your exactly. nine to five. I mean, the thing like, is, what do you want to have at the end of your life? Do you want to mm-hmm. sit in an office for fifty years and then? when you're 65 finally retire or do you want to go out and explore and do things while you're young while you still have it in you while you Mm -hmm. still can and don't have all the financial responsibilities tying you down you are actually free to go exactly like don't you want to have those experiences don't you want to see the world there's so there and this is my entire thing my whole life i've always been this way i mean like i want to go out and see everything i possibly can because life is just too damn short yeah and it's like i'm i could die tomorrow Mm -hmm. i really could and it's like I want to live a life, an exciting life. Mm-hmm. I want to go out and see all the things and do all the things and visit all the people, places, and cultures I can because at the end of the day, you know, what's life worth if you don't see those things? What's right on, life man. worth? Well, This said, is why man. we're doing these trips this summer. This exactly. is why we're going to do more trips in the future. Exactly. This is why we're doing this podcast. It's like... If to you spread have, this word of freedom. Exactly. If you have go a out dream, and do it. If you have a dream, do it. Mm-hmm. Just try. It, you shouldn't be afraid of failure. Look, mm-hmm. if we fail at this, I'm going to be happy because this was a great time. What up? I'm Eric Adams. And I'm Andrew Vasloff. And this is the Musings of Men podcast. The podcast devoted to spreading stoke. All about procuring deep conversations. And providing our personal insight into life, love, and everything in between. Let's do it. Ooh, daddy yo hello 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 what is going on we're in the we're in the old studio in the old basement it's been a little while it's been a bit but hey we're back we are back yeah what, what we, you been up to man dude, i've been working i've been i need to i need to start prepping for mulching season that's oh, coming nice. up so i need to put put a little ad out there mm-hmm. i already got one dude who's like i was standing out in my yard he was like hey i need to talk to you I was like, it's her. And he was like, you do mulch stuff. You do like lawn care stuff, right? I'm like, yeah. And he said, well, can you do my mulch this spring and other stuff? And I'm like, well, totally, dude. 28 yards. Guess how much? How much? $1,100. Good for you, man. So we're getting some jobs in the the bank here. So getting a few bucks under the belt, as they say. Trying to. Trying to pay for... um, some big plans we got this summer, you know? Yep, yep. I feel yep. that, man. I just actually applied for um, jobs up in Fairfax. Dude, hell yeah. Like, I found this one place that uh, is actually Jersey Mike's, but it pays like 14 to $17 an hour. Whoa. And so... the way you know I the business. And, and that's the thing. So I know that business, and I'm like, I never said that I would go back for what I was getting paid, mm-hmm. and which was, I think, like 12 50 or something yeah but now that it's like 14 to 17 and the fact that i have experience i might be getting paid 15 16 dollars an hour this is true and it's legit and even if i don't get that job there's other stuff i can do like i might become like a dishwasher i might work for like usps and mm-hmm. dishwashing jobs up there pay like 15 16 dollars an hour that's nutty you know for like eight hour shifts and it's like okay i can go and do that and the dinner shift yeah and you know I'll, and i don't even have to like really talk to anyone i just have to go or really interact with like customers. I just yeah. stay in the back, wash my dishes, do <laughs> mm-hmm. my thing, and then I mean it would be mundane as a motherfucker, but like 
making that money for, for $16 an hour. Yeah. And also I just signed up for Uber Eats. Oh, nice. So I'm going to start doing that. And actually, if I get my background check goes through, um, I think soon. So I'm going to start working like as soon as possible. Oh, on good. That yeah. In the next like couple days. Nice. And I'll dude. be out there Hell like yeah. driving around. So dude, get it, man. You know, so for anyone listening out there, you know, go order, order some Uber Eats and maybe <laughs> get a delivery from the Misons of Men. Yes, sir. We're you trying know. to make our dreams happen, man. Yep. So leave that fat tip. It'd yes, be much sir. appreciated. Yes, sir. I did Uber Eats for a bit. It's um, it it pays more than DoorDash. It oh, did, it, at least it, for me, it does. Um, and so like, that's legit. Although you gotta, the only thing is like the busyness level of wherever you're at. Like mm-hmm. it, it varies. You, you have know? to follow it, and you have mm-hmm. to kind of get lucky. But then it's like when you have people just constantly ordering. Like I'm really hoping that as school starts back up for like UVA, I'm just gonna park up at UVA and just. I mean, honestly, that's a really good, that's a really good idea. Either that or go around like downtown and I'm really hoping I don't have to drive in the hood, into into the hood to, (laughs) I've delivered to the hood before. It's not fun. No, it's it's, not fun. You know, but if it's a fat tip or, (laughs) you know, there's money to be made, I'll do it. I mean, you know, like, gotta pay for Europe somehow. This is true. This is true. You know, um, Mm -hmm. and actually speaking of Europe. Tell them what we did yesterday. So, yeah, all right. We have, we, all right. So, we are preparing for a Europe trip in multiple ways. Financially, physically, that beach bite ain't going to build itself. No, I, yeah. And skill-wise, what we're doing is um, we've got a few, we're doing, we're doing video stuff now, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've got a few video projects in the works, and we're doing this because, you know, it's the new year, and last year was our best year, mm-hmm. The Musings of Men. We ramped up production quality. We ramped up our scheduling, time management stuff with that, yep. and we ramped up like every aspect of our business. We built a brand, really. Yeah. We, like, we built a fucking brand. Yeah, I mean, we have yeah. a bunch of facets with it. Mm-hmm. We've, you know, really... We have merch and shit. I mean... Up in the ante with the businesses was really the highlight of the year. I mean, honestly, one of them, like it felt really good to be able to do our thing and keep, keep this stuff going and, you know, really upgrading the mm-hmm. musings of men. And especially with, you know, 2023 in mind, we're going to really get it done with, you know, yeah, like all of, you know, with the video stuff, really reaching into like the YouTube scene, mm-hmm. because I feel like if we, you know, and you know, for all of you listening, like, if we were to do a really good job with our video quality and we were to deliver a good product, we could make out like bandits on the YouTube scene and really gain like a big following. Mm -hmm. Cause if you get popular on YouTube, they're going to be more willing to follow your podcast. And then, you know, that's yada, yada, yada. So we've decided that we're, we're going to go, we're going to do YouTube. Mm -hmm. We're going to do YouTube videos. So we're, 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 we're starting that now Mm -hmm. so we can, you know, work out the kinks Yep. We can get it, everything down pat, a process, mm-hmm. you know, quality and whatnot. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be legit. I mean, yeah. you know, and we started looking for uh, suits yesterday in, true, in the suit yeah. shop, which, you know, I feel like I could probably pull off the English look. Oh, definitely. I man. think that would be, I, I don't want to get a flat cap from there. If anything, I want to get a flat cap like from England or oh, Ireland. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. know, I mean, I think that would to. be like like an authentic you know mm-hmm. from the old country sort of yeah 
stuff i mean you know and it'll be cool like cruising around in like london you know in our sharp looking suits Hell you know just yeah, dude. going around going out to bars and you know just i don't know it could be really really fun oh absolutely man and i think you know um it'll be one of those things where we can you know really like have a good time and also be looking fine that's what yeah. I'm saying, dude. I'm trying to, like, we're we're trying to up the ante with how we look and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, what we wear and you know things like. So, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to get after it mm-hmm. with a nice linen suit, you know, <laughs> looking looking like the '80s, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looking like a like a coke dealer, mm-hmm. looking like I'm trying to dress like a coke dealer. So from Miami Vice. Oh yeah, uh, my inspiration, honestly, for dressing up nice is Miami Vice. I can respect that. Like, that's because, you know, the dudes there, they're wearing, like, sh- they are sharp-looking fellas. Yeah. You know? So, I I mean, most of y'all out there probably don't even know what Miami Vice is. It's an old 80s TV show. It's the best show. Like, all the... I actually, funny enough, speaking of Miami Vice, <laughs> I listened to a um, podcast with Joey Diaz, and they were talking about, like, how in Miami Vice, like, it wasn't all that accurate to how like actual coke dealing was oh probably not i mean and it it was just funny because then you have like these old coke like you have these coke dealers that Mm. were actually talking about how it was and it's hilarious like the way to listen to that oh it's with uh joey diaz on the church of what's happening now shout out to you joey if you're listening (laughs) uncle joey (laughs) was good motherfuckers um you know that and it was the episode with miss pat got you you know all right and she she's a comedian she is fucking hilarious oh my god (laughs) like if you actually go in like if you go past like the surface level with comedy you find some funny fucking people like especially in the la scene and all that i mean you know people that were at the uh, comedy store and got their start there i mean it's Mm. it's really really cool and they're funny as hell because they don't there's kind of people ironically enough being from la they don't give a fuck like they'll just say whatever they want to say that's a special type of person out there. And that's like old LA. Like that's mm-hmm. back when like Hollywood yeah, wasn't classic LA. Yeah, like it wasn't a bunch of Yeah, it wasn't Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. You know, <laughs> go woke, go broke. Yes, sir. Um it's funny to think with comedy, like there's so much talent that you don't even see. Mm-hmm. You know? Like you just go to a comedy club and there's this young dude starting out. You don't nobody knows his name, he's a nobody. But he slaps. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the big names aren't there to see him, but he comes there, like, every Tuesday or whatever, and he absolutely murders. Oh, yeah. I mean, just think about all the talent that's out there that we don't get to see. And that's the kind of sad thing about stand-up comedy is the way the business works is you can go to, you know, your local club a hundred times, play there every Tuesday and Friday, and, you know, do that a hundred, two hundred times, and then... You know, the 201st time or the, you know, the time that you didn't go, that's when an agent was there and it yeah. goes to someone else. Yeah. And, and that's just how the entertainment business works in general. Oh. oh, dude. So we have these blondies my grandmother made. They're honestly the best. I can't stay away from them. I'm trying to not, but I, I just oh. just have to. Oh, man. I, it's, it's tough out there. Uh, 
funny enough, today was the day that I'm like trying to watch my waistline. And well, you know what? Then fuck it. Well, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like, no, no, no. Let's keep, let's keep them. Let's. I, I didn't say let's get rid of them. I'm just stating that this was the day I was supposed to be kind of trying to get healthy, but it can always be tomorrow. What's your diet like? Overall? Um, I try to eat about two times a day and moderately healthy stuff like sandwiches. You know, I'll do basic stuff and i try to like go for a walk or get like a run in and i need to start running again because hey man new year no and especially with europe like if we were to do europe like now i could do it but i would be exhausted by the end of each day that's what i'm saying you know we gotta gotta train you gotta train like and i'm not saying like i'm gonna get into power lifting and all that bullshit (laughs) i'm just saying like i might start lifting some weights i might i'm gonna start running like every single day maybe two times a day and just get my cardio up so that way when i'm lugging around my big ass bag oh yeah speaking of do you just want to like split a bag what do you mean by split? Oh, like bring one big ass bag and just split it? Yeah, because I don't like because we could do because it could because if we could just well is carry on free with a carry on's free. That would be a big ass check. We have to check that bag, which is like one hundred and fifty bucks going overseas. <sighs> going overseas twice? No, fuck four times. Yeah, that's one hundred and fifty times four, which is because England and then Spain. Yep. So like, <sighs> that's a lot. It is a lot. So I'm thinking what my my plan my plan. Is I have this duffel bag. It's like small as shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna try to pack everything in there and bring my backpack. So you can bring okay. your backpack and you okay. can bring carry on. Okay, that's, that's free. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. So duffel bag. Just bring like a duffel bag and a backpack yeah. and load that shit up. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be <laughs> okay. Okay, so we don't have to split it back. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, I mean, it'll be fucking what is a hundred. I mean, just for shits and gigs, yeah. I suppose. So I need fifty times. Oh, and then you know, flying all the all over the place too, like flying from Liverpool to Dublin, and then back to London, and from Barcelona to Rome, mm-hmm. and then from Florence back to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I mean, check a big ass check bag going to cost. So mm-hmm. times four, just crossing the Atlantic four times, six hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Flight companies are a fucking scam. Oh dude but so that actually the average flight cost has gone down like a bit over like the last 30 years but interesting it's still expensive i mean our flight tickets to london to and from london were like 780 something Mm -hmm. and then to to spain it's like 850 Mm -hmm. most round trip round trip yeah I mean, you're crossing the Atlantic. You're covering a lot of ground. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, no. And there's there's that there's a lot more expensive ones. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah, like, I heard flying to Asia. It's pretty oh, hardcore. Dude, flying to Asia, flying anywhere in the Pacific, it's, and going it's to expensive. Australia too. Yeah, it's pretty pricey. Like I heard, um, round trip tickets can go over a thousand. Oh, easy. I mean, I saw round tickets, 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 tickets for Australia, like twenty five hundred bucks. <laughs> I could buy so much. I could buy a that. good hooker with that for like a couple hours with that kind of money. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like twenty five hundred dollars. Oh my god! Makes going to Europe a breeze. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like if I saw twenty five hundred dollars just disappear out of my account like that, my oh, heart would have been like just for a flight, just dude. for a flight, and I would have been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not to. I mean, flights on this trip. So the two biggest expenses are actually it's not hotels, 
it's flights and food. Like, yeah, which, those are the two biggest expenses. And that's what I like too, is that we already have the flights and the hotels like done for. Yeah. Yeah, and for our first trip. For our first trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have to worry about food. And yeah. that's the thing is like, and food even in of itself isn't going to be that, well, it'll be expensive. $50 a day per person. Per person. So like you spend 50 bones a day basically times yeah. 14. Which I think what I'm gonna do i think what we should do is like especially when we're in like london is just go to like a pub oh dude 100 percent. go to a pub like not eat at like the super touristy areas no, but just go no. like go to like the churchill arms yeah like go get God, like i've always wanted to go there yeah get like a beer and exactly, you know maybe yeah. a shepherd's pie yeah. and, and that's the shepherd's thing too pie is good i might that's the thing i've heard like with english food for like you know, like a skinny guy. Apparently, you can live off of like one and a half meals over there because the, their food is just so full. Oh, dude, great! Which I mean, and that's the thing. That's my plan. Is like, I'm not gonna gorge myself while I'm over there because mm-hmm. I need to be agile and moving around. Yeah, and you know, I'm not, <laughs> and I'm also not gonna get like super fucked up when we're over there. No, I mean, be I mean, granted, idea. okay, if they're doing like. <laughs> 50 cent shots i'm gonna be like okay 10 bucks down i'm gonna see how far i can go you know i'll I'll, I'll be the designated driver on that occasion and then we'll just like stumble back to the hotel (laughs) we'll see how it goes i mean we'll get up at like 6 a.m for a flight the next morning just catch me at like the hotel (laughs) hotel bar like drinking off a hangover Uh, like you just keep drinking doesn't go away (laughs) it goes away oh dude which actually works depending on what you're drinking. <laughs> Not to be giving out like super fucked up advice, but yeah, like it, it does actually, it works. And I've felt like just fine. Like I've sobered up and I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I mean, so if you're, you know, over in Europe, like, you know, just get that shit. I and, mean, you know, if you're over in Europe and you're flying as much as we are, just do that shit. Yeah. I mean, that might be the way to go. I mean, I'm going to have a few beers. I'm going to have some wine. I'm going to chill out, you know. Not going to do, like, shots of whiskey oh, with me I'm and the Irishman. I'm, I'm not doing... I will... Okay, if an Irishman's like, yo, drinking contest, I'm like, you win, but I'll drink with you, bud. Yeah. Like, I'll take a few shots with a with an Irishman yeah. and call it a night. I think yeah. that'll be good. Or if, like, some Irish girls wants to, like, buy us shots or something. It's like, hey. Or, like, a beer I or a guess. no. Yeah, I mean, and, I'm, and that's another thing, too. I mean, jokes aside, like, I'm actually really excited to try out their beer. Because I oh, heard it's, like, Guinness. real, like, ale. And... Mm-hmm. Dude, we, 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 we can go, like, tour the Guinness factory. Yeah, that's fucking Oh, legit. dude, we should do it. Because, like, the way it's set up is, like, we have just a couple days in mm-hmm. these places. We mm-hmm. can fill those days with whatever we want. Yeah. So, we like, can we can just... go to the Guinness factory. Yeah. I want to get, like, an authentic, like, Guinness Yeah, glass. I want to get, like, a Guinness. Like, like a, a fat, a, like, yeah. fat, tall glass. Oh, and yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you can be, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but for, like, beer. And oh, you can just, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, during the tour, you can mm-hmm. just put it under a spigot. And, like, everyone gets oh, their own dude, cups. And... Yes. It would be it'd be so legit. That's I mean, gonna be legit. You know. Um and still on the subject of Europe, mm-hmm. um, changing gears a little bit, but I've been getting really into like medieval documentaries. Nice. And I may have talked about this last pod a little bit, but I've like done a ton of research on like the history of Europe. And Jesus Christ, you can't throw a stone five feet without <laughs> going to like where someone was killed or there was like a revolt. <laughs> Or, you know, someone wrote like a new 
document that changed the entirety of England or something. Or, you know, like, you know, where there's like battlefields. Like, there's where um, William Wallace um, fought at the Battle of Waterloo. No, 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 that wasn't that Waterloo. Was the, that was no. not. I'm tripping. It was the Battle of Stir- Stirling Bridge, right? What's fascinating is in Scotland. Guess what that is now? What? It's a rugby pitch. It's it's, a, it's just like it's a, a rugby rugby field. pitch. Yeah, that that's what it. Part of the battlefield is just a rugby pitch now. And and that's wow. it's it's so weird because it's like. Some people would see that as like disrespectful, but that's just like how common battles were fought over there True. and how long their True. history is. Because it's like if they didn't have, you know, if they didn't put anything where these battlefields are, they wouldn't have any room to do anything. This like, is true. you know, and it's it's fascinating because it's, you know, like Scottish people are still fighting at the battle of, or at Sterling Field, but, you know, it's over rugby instead of with swords and, yeah, you know, longbows. and That's incredible. You know, or... I've done like research into like the old Frankish empires with like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlemagne of, you know, the father of the Holy Roman Empire. And, you know, it was like before France was even like really a thing. And, you know, that was like back during the time when like the English still technically spoke French. Mm-hmm. And it's whack as shit, too, because even though the English and the French hate each other, the majority of old England came from France. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of the families married into each other, like um, Isabella from France married into Henry the something, or maybe it was Edward, but like they, mm. they married. And so like there's, there's a lot of French ties and a lot of French hate, you yeah. know, that goes in between in, in English history, which I think is interesting. Yeah. You know, like the, like the old noble families, like Normandy were really big in the um, yeah. monarchical mm-hmm. scene in England. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because... Like, when you think of, you know, like, the vast history of, you know, the fact that, like, the, like France, England, Scotland, Ireland's history, even before they were considered those countries, they had history that people still remember from, like, the 500s. That's just incredible. And it's, like... And that makes me kind of envious of people, like, Europeans. Is like, I wish Americans had history like that. Where We've only been around for 250-some-odd years. Yeah, which... Like, it's, it's incredible how young our country is. Exactly, and it's three people old. It, it's three people old, dude. You know, because we had, I mean, <laughs> we had veterans at the Battle of Gettysburg alive in 1938. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, and then the last guy to fight in the Revolutionary War died in, like, 1870. Wow. That's so, nutty. So that's the thing. So people, people that were alive in the 30s, or people that fought in the Civil War that were alive in the 30s, met people that fought in the Revolution. That's correct. So think about it this way: we're in the beginning stages of our country still. Yeah. Even oh, though it's been only 200, like only 250 years in Europe. That's a blip on the scale, dude. That's you know <laughs> a few kings and a. Yeah, if you, you know, a war. Yeah, pretty much. And but the the crazy thing is, like, we think that we're some like advanced civilization, sophisticated country. We're still like figuring. We're like still in our pubescent shit. stage mm-hmm. as a country. You know, mm-hmm. like we haven't even begun to figure. Like we're figuring ourselves out still. It's but, nutty, you know. And we need to like really. I don't know. America needs to get its shit together. If I'm being like real. Oh yeah, it does. Like I it mean. Does with the division we have in this country and 
the fact like the fact that the rest of the world kind of sees us as like a bunch of clowns i mean let's be real and <laughs> i think right. i think our international audience can kind of agree like i mean especially like over the last like 10 since like 2010 when you had like kind of the start of the decline like the death of harambe death of harambe and then like you know people were like hating on obama which mm-hmm. depending on who you ask kind of rightfully so yeah I mean, yeah man kind of fucked my mom out of some health care but you know mm-hmm. and obamacare kind of sucked i mean but then it's like you know you got to like 2016 and you had like that was one of the most divisive elections that oh, we've ever had God, yeah. and that like just kind of i shouldn't say the decline of America, but it definitely shifted America to be more of like a, not so much the United States, but just, you know? Yeah. It's so, I mean, we've, we've gone through stages of division and of you know, in nine eleven. we weren't born yet, but mm. dude, it took a horrific event to bring the country together mm. in ways that hadn't, I mean, you couldn't find an American flag on a shelf anywhere. Because no. people were just decking out everything with them. And they're like, we're united. And yeah. then in 2010, 2016, all fell apart. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy, though, because there's... Like, t- today in politics, mm-hmm. you don't win based on your character. You don't win based on your your politics, even. Mm-hmm. You win based on... if I mean, the only people running for office are people who have high ambition, right? Mm-hmm. In any case. But... The people who have high ambitions sometimes have it for the wrong reasons, you know? They're after power. Yeah, they're and after they're... power and stuff. And it's like, dude, you see that a lot these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump, like, prime example, power-hungry dude. Mm-hmm. A lot of the senators and the um, people in Congress and stuff, power-hungry mm-hmm. people. Like, the representative here, Bob Good, dude, I mean, I, okay, I don't know anything about Bob Good except for I don't agree with him, but, like, he's... I mean, there's a lot of people who would just like follow the leader, you know, follow whoever at all costs at all. Yeah. And, you know, if it's like, oh, he kind of aligns with my views, so I'm just going to devote my entire existence to these like political figures and people don't realize. And I know people have made this connection probably a hundred times over, but it is so, so true. But like when you have stuff like the rush, the October revolution, the Mm -hmm. beer halt pewdish or or whatever it's called the thing that defined the nazis like yeah the thing is those people they just were sought after or, or not they were seeking after a figurehead that you know said what they were all too afraid to say and you know like in you know exploitive of fears and you know and that's that's really what american politics it seems in today's society mm-hmm is what it's come to where it's all the exploitation of fear. Yeah. And it's, Oh yeah. You know, you see that on both left and right, you know, you, you don't, nobody's above it and people like to think they're above it, but they really aren't. Yeah. You know, and you know, it's like, it's one of those things. Like, I think we would be much better off if we could just get down to the truth. We have multiple perspectives on an issue left right moderate you know but we keep... have one we can agree on the truth at least yeah we can agree yeah. on the truth and but even that can be up for a divisive factor sometimes with the truth with and what do you, but what do you, so what do you mean by the truth so by the truth it means like a fact that cannot be disputed like 
Um, people who said, for instance, January 6th, people who said that that was just a normal tourist visit. Obviously not. No. I mean, you can see that shit with your own eyes yeah. playing out. There's a fact that it was an insurrection. That's it, it, a fact. It was, yeah. But people were like, no, it's not. And I'm like, see, we can't even agree on truth. Yeah, exactly. And so that's the thing. People have their own truths. And there's no, like, truth doesn't mean truth anymore. It, it, yeah. it doesn't. And and no man is, has, like, nobody seems to have a backbone. And nobody seems to stand by their word. Stand by their word. And that's just a problem. And the thing is, truth has become so politicized, too, because I feel like if we were all just to, you know, have like a sense of compromise mm-hmm. where, you know, like we just don't, you know, tear each other down. We're actually willing to listen to each other and not have a, you know, have like a sense of duty towards your fellow man. We're, yeah. we're all Americans and common we all... Common decency. Common decency. We all want to see this country succeed. We don't want to see it burn to hell. I yeah. mean, obviously. I mean, there are some people that want to see this country burn and, you know... Well, they, there's a special place in hell for them. <laughs> it's a proud I mean, American. You know, it's it's one of those things where, like, it... It really is just a shame to see that like this once great nation really has fallen to the things that we, you know, really fought against. But I still think there's hope. I still there think still this, is hope. Like like I still think, even as bad as it seems now, the pendulum it swings, right? Mm-hmm. It has to pass through center. But more than that, I feel like people are becoming less so like the wokeness, the ideology, all this bullshit. I personally feel like I've seen it. I haven't seen it. it it's it's either stabilized or has declined. It reached a max height, and then it, it's it's on a decline, which is good. But I also see people who are more interested in pra- like pragmatic problem solving. Mm-hmm. Like our roads are going to shit. You know, our taxes are too much. Rather than whose ideology. Do I want to follow? Yeah, today? it's what's mm-hmm. for the good of the people and how are yeah. we spending our money? So I kind of feel like there's um, there's more people voting for people who actually have things that they want to do, like real things, mm-hmm. important things, like fixing the roads, doing whatever, building the school. I don't like exactly. real shit. Instead yeah, exactly. of, hey, I'm a radical leftist or I'm a radical right person mm-hmm. and you should vote for me because Donald Trump was the rightly elected president you know, or something like yeah or like mm-hmm. oh you know we need to make this new a communist state and this and yeah. that and Portland. we need to <laughs> yeah we need to pay all of our taxes to the government and then put it all into gender studies and it's like shut the fuck up yeah like that's not yeah. what left that's not that's not that's just that's that's not left at all that's no it's yeah you know what the left wing believes in is the betterment of people and spending money in the right ways which means infrastructure schools and just giving people mm-hmm. lifting everyone up to the same playing field there's no yeah. like we don't want to see the put down of other people and i i'm sure there are probably leftists listening in right now that will agree with me we all just want what is best for the people we don't and you can say this with the right we all just want what's best for the people like we don't yeah. you know and i it's, can agree it, on that yeah and we and generally i've noticed that like with right and left wing politics like 
you know, they all have the same end goals and Mm -hmm. they're a little bit different. And I just, I wish that people could respect other people's opinions and not demonize that person. I think it was Gandhi who said something to the effect of there, there's one that he said this about religions and you can say this about politics and political ideologies. Um, They have the same goal. They have the same goal. But they go about getting to that goal in completely different ways. Yeah. You know? And it's... That's the thing that you see. A lot of these people have the same goals, but they think... You know, classically, Mm -hmm. if you go back to even 50 years ago when people used to agree on things, um, you would see that people would say, hey, I think we should have better infrastructure. All right, great. We can both agree on that right, left. Mm -hmm. But I want to go about it this way, and you want to go about it this way. Mm -hmm. And... I don't agree with that way because of these consequences I can foresee and the other guy says vice versa about him. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between how you go about it but there is the same end goal. These days, it has been, which I feel like it it might be cooling down, Mm -hmm. but it's still ever-present, which is the thing. It's It's still ever-present. But like the ideology and stuff, um, and you have people instilled in Congress, in um, like, like AOC... You know, you've got oh, people yeah. like Mitch McConnell mm-hmm. and, um, you know, two examples, just cronies for their political ideologies. And that's the only political thing they care parties. about. And I, that's the thing with AOC is, can this, like, she's not a real leftist because, no, no, no. She does things for clout because she, <laughs> she literally wore a dress that says, eat the rich. And then went to, I think the Met Gala. Or it was some high-end dinner where it was like a thousand dollars a plate. Uncle Sam paying for that? <laughs> I swear to God. You know, I mean, it's if my tax dollars were spent there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be pissed. Oh yeah. <laughs> or like you know, with these politicians spending our tax money on like stupid shit. Mm-hmm. You know, with their own funding, their own bullshit, and it's and that's the thing too is so. And I've seen people get fed up with this about how like our our tax dollars are being spent yeah, and this you know i mean like okay so how do you feel about ukraine about us sending billions of dollars to ukraine? no no i haven't okay. not about it I'm nobody about it I, in your heart of hearts nobody gives a like we obviously we, we can empathize we can care yeah but nobody gives a shit about ukraine they like to think they're like they, they want to believe that they do they want to but what are you actually doing like here's the thing what are you actually doing for ukraine yeah like you it, are donating maybe to organizations and what are those organizations doing we saw what happened with black lives matter right they bought their own fucking mansion million dollars right mm-hmm. but like nobody like what it you can work like you can have the ukrainian flag and be like i support ukraine how do you support ukraine Unless you do not truly support Ukraine, unless you were going over there and fighting, yeah, or unless you're sending them food and shit, yeah, I mean, like, unless, unless you are directly actually supporting them, yeah, you actually. saying that you support them doesn't mm. mean jack. No, virtue signaling on fucking Instagram yeah. is dude, virtue signaling, dude, and that's part of the reason oh. why I deleted that shit. Virtue signaling is cancer. Virtue signaling needs to put a gun in its mouth, honestly. Like, Amen, brother. You know, Amen. I mean, because you're not actually going out and you're, that's not activism. You're not going out and protesting. You're not going out and doing anything. You're just sitting on your phone on your fat ass, you know, <laughs> preaching about how, oh, I support Trump or oh, mm. I support AOC or oh, I support mm. the war in Ukraine or 
it's all in their bubble too they're all projecting it to their bubble exactly nobody in ukraine is seeing that shit nobody in ukraine cares no nobody fucking cares they're too busy fighting for their country exactly check their fucking phones to see oh glad to see fucking linda from michigan is (laughs) you know putting a ukrainian flag up and it's like yeah it's like that doesn't do anything for anybody virtue signal unless you support support unless you actually do something Mm -hmm. you don't support ukraine yeah exactly you can you can virtue signal all you want you know chad but sorry bud like the way the way at least the way i see it is that we need to fix the problems that we have on the home front before we start sending... Because that money could be mm-hmm. used to change so much in this country. There, dude, that might, Exactly. But you see, we have interest in Ukraine because democracy, and we see ourselves as the world police. And Another we shouldn't. Issue. But okay, think about it this way. What if Ukraine had been taken over by, by Russia? Then what? I mean, where... So, so we're, we're, we're kind of fighting Vladimir Putin... Well, it's a proxy war. It's it's a proxy war. Yeah, and I mean the the thing is like our our only vested interest is that we want to protect democracy. Like, I mean, okay, but this is not your war, dude. We no, don't it's, have it's, anything over there other than like bread. Yeah, like there's no. It's of no use to us, and. The whole idea of protecting best democracy, the thing is, you don't see other countries doing that. And NATO doesn't have Ukraine in it. You know? Yeah. I mean, no, I mean you know, and they that's, were thinking about Jordan, but they hadn't joined. Yeah, exactly. You know? And they and that's on them. You know, yeah. if you know, and it sucks, okay, but you know, if you fall to the neo fucking Soviet Union, well, Wait another fucking I don't know seventy years for it to fall again. I don't know. I yeah, mean, it'll it'll you know, fall because communism. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, or the reformation of the Russian Empire, whatever yeah. Putin's trying to do. I mean, it's it's one of those things where yes, it sucks, but you know, the way I see it is, you know, with Europe kind of opening up its borders. In truth, I mean. You know, and I'm not saying this could be true for every single person, but if you see Ukraine starting to fall, get the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, I know it's hard to leave your country behind, but if you might very well die under their regime, get the fuck out. I mean, but I guess someone would say, well, where would you go? Like with you and like the money that you've got in your bank account, where the fuck are you going to go? I would figure, try and figure something out. I'd be poor yeah. shit in whatever country. But, yeah, me too. You I know, mean, but it would be better than living under a regime. Like I, I think, wouldn't. Yeah, if like Canada was like, "Hey, we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna go get you." Hey, eh? we have lots of moose. Yeah, like if the Mounties came over the hill with like a moose and they're like, you know, if you if you if we throw you in a uniform and you ride a moose or whatever, like I'd be like, okay, cool. Dude, I wouldn't join them. My patriotic ass would be, I would swim. I would swim to safety wherever that is. Nah, man. That's the thing. If America ever falls into a revolution and they come knocking at my door, I'm just ditching. I'm <laughs> fucking... draft dodger? <laughs> oh, if, if some like radicals come to my door and they're like, hey, come join the revolution, I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're going to get shot when we take over. I'm like... All right, All right, cool. Cool, bud. I'm hopping the border to either Mexico or Canada. Mm-hmm. You know? I heard Baja's beautiful this time of year. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not I'm not going down with the ship. Like, no. And that's the thing is, I'm, and this might sound kind of screwed up depending on 
who you're talking to, but like, I'm not all that patriotic. <laughs> like, like I don't want this country to kill itself, but if it goes down in flames, like again, I'm not going down with the Blades ship. of glory. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I would fight for my country. I would absolutely do it. If it was a cause that I believed in, if it was like, a, if we're talking revolution, mm-hmm. then yeah, I would, I mean, who's something I believed in, believed in, I would fight for it. But if it's like, Hey, um, we need people to go fight this war. We need no. If it was like defending fucking America itself, I would be like, all right, fuck yeah, put me on the front lines. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, so if there was not a radical revolution, but just normal-minded people that wasn't right or left, if there was like a moderate revolution where people from both sides came together and they're like, we're gonna go fuck up the oh, government. Yeah. I mean, I would go and do that. I'd be like, okay, you're reasonable. I can fight for you. You know. And, you know, and with this country, if there was another Vietnam, hell no, I wouldn't fight for this country. I'm not burning villages down and killing no, children and old men. No, that would just be brutal. And now, okay, if we were getting, you know, if we were fighting, if the Russians and like the world was coming after us, I'd be like, okay, yes. Yeah. If it's for the right cause, I will go down with it. Yeah. But I'm not going to go down for something mm-hmm. I don't believe in. That's, dude, that's 100. That's you know, 100, like, I mean... Yeah. You know, like, I will gladly, you know, stand proudly with my rifle and, you know, like, I'll sit on the front porch with my double barrel waiting for him, you know, some, Mm -hmm. have you ever seen a Red Dawn? Oh, yeah. Like, great, great. You know, (laughs) (laughs) just, you know, use the big red parachutes as, like, targets. Uh Uh-huh. Dude, I mean, I would, like, yeah, I would fight for this country for sure. Yeah, like, it's just, it, it just, like, but I'm not. But again, like, I'm not one of those people that will just blindly do it. Like, I have to no, have moral reason, reason to do it. it. If the draft came along, I mean, like, I, I think Bruce Springsteen tried to, like, dodge the draft or something. I think he did. Yeah, I think he, he got out of it. Um, But, like, if you could draft, dodge the draft, would you? If it was... well, it I don't know if this is incriminating or not. Intent to dodge draft. <laughs> I mean, it's freedom of speech. This is true. I mean, and this is all hypothetical. This is all hypothetical. So hypothetically, if the draft was to ever come back, um, I mean, it depends because if it was like a situation where it depends on what stage of the war it was in. Because mm-hmm. if it was like just starting out and it was like, oh, we're going over to, I don't know if we were to ever go back to France and fight, like, let's say like the Russians advance and they're like, Oh, we're going to go fight in France again. And, you know, go beat back Putin. I'd be like, okay, cool. I can get behind that. Yeah. And now if it turned out, like if it was like midway through the war and it turned into a, Oh, now we're trying to like enforce our beliefs on the, these other, like these Eastern countries, I'd be like, Oh, I'm not doing that. I ain't doing that. Uh Like I'm not trying to get shot in the neck by angry locals that really don't want me there. And we're not trying to do a colonizing Africa 2.0. Exactly. Or, you know, like anything where we're forcing our beliefs onto anything Mm -hmm. else. I wouldn't, you know, I would, I would dodge that. Absolutely. Like I think, okay. So this is an interesting case though. Mm -hmm. In the middle East, Mm-hmm. They had when the when the U.S. was occupying these countries. I think it was Afghanistan or somewhere. Yep. They suppressed terror, and like when we we're going to schools, and they had kind of like a, they had a democratic society and everything, and um, like the women had rights and shit. Yeah. But it, as soon as they left, it went it went completely back. So would you say that imposing our beliefs on another culture? was a good thing 
But was it a good thing in our eyes or was it a good thing overall? Well, okay. So one thing I'll say about the Middle East is like with, especially like something like Iran or, mm-hmm. and you know, you had like the Iranian revolution in 1979, right? Pre-1979, it was a democratic place. The Middle East looked in places in certain countries, looked something akin almost like America. Mm-hmm. You know, women didn't, weren't subjected. They had you know, free will. They were able to go to school. They were able to do our thing. That wasn't, but that was way, way before the occupation that America did. So they are capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing too, is then when they went through the revolution and you had stuff like the Taliban take over, you had more extremist Islamic mm-hmm. views really take the place of this. And then the thing is, you know, is it, it's kind of a tough situation and it's kind of a tough question to answer because it's like they had their revolution and they kept that and they maintained that through the ages. And then when we went there, they did their thing, you know, we instilled our beliefs and they, you know, did what we told them to do. But then, you know, like you said, as soon as we left, it all just crumbled. But, But did it crumble back into what it was before we came or, or, I think it it must have. Well, it it did because I mean the Taliban was in control of Afghanistan yeah, pre yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, war in Iraq. Yeah, you know we suppressed them. We gave the government back to the people. Yeah, and then I mean that's the thing is so yes, did it work out for them? It did, but you don't exactly. There's not exactly like a fight going on to go back to how they were when we were occupying them on their own. And that's the thing also is it brings up the idea that, well, is it really our business to say how other people live? And granted, do we agree with how the lifestyle of that country has gone about? No, we, you know, some people might see it as really old fashioned, very misogynistic, very, you know, brutal. And Andrew Tate would love it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and he, <laughs> now you got me thinking about Tate. Um, but, you know, it's, is it really our business to tell other countries how to live? I don't think it is. You know, I mean, is democracy and American pie and houses for everyone, is that good and dandy? And is education good and dandy for everyone? I think yeah. education is, yeah. I mean, obviously. Some like, things are, of course. That's, yeah. and that's what us as Americans value. Our Western western valleys and we and you know i mean in my opinion like we have no business as westerners telling the middle east how to go about living their lives because they were a functional society before we went there and then Mm -hmm. you know i mean you know they're okay do they chop off the hands of thieves and you know people trying to feed their families yes but a little brutal but it's their thing it's that's that's just how they live their lives i mean you know and it's I don't know. Yeah. I understand. I'm with you. I'm with you 100% because, like, it's not our business to go into a country and tell them how to do things. Like, imagine if China came over here and they were like, hey, you guys are going to become little factory workers now. Yep. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. You don't even think about individuality, bitch. Exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. Like, you know, and that's a great point of, like, Mm -hmm. what if England came back over here? What if Canada came back over here? What if... Or they never were never here in the first place. What if They're Canada, too scared. <laughs> you know, or if, 
you know, Russia came over and imposed their beliefs. Like, that's just... Yeah. Like, how would we like it? We wouldn't like it at all. I yeah. bet you, you know, I bet you, I bet you all the people would rally behind that, you know. Exactly. And we would immediately fight back. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, you know, and some people would argue like, oh, but our way of life is better. And it's like, well, that's your singular opinion. And that's, you know that's generalizing the ideas of that's generalizing the views of what every American holds because not every American even believes that the American way is the best. No. And it's, I mean, yeah. and I truly don't think there is the best way to go about doing things. I think there are ways that are better than others, but I think, you know, everyone, you know, that's part of the part of being human is that you have the ability to think and choose what you believe and what you believe is individual freedom individual individual autonomy individual autonomy i'm I'm with that yeah exactly you know and Mm -hmm. i mean okay even i'll even take this a step further if people enjoy living under communism who are we to say this is true if they want to do it they do okay here's an interesting thing too along with this Mm -hmm. so you know how our parents are always like you know grow up and you're like i see this in my own family Mm -hmm. and obviously i mean they they everybody does things differently Mm -hmm. but there's there's people who tell you you know grow up um go to college immediately settle down after that find Mm -hmm. a wife quick in your in your 20s find a wife buy a house mortgage kids yep um all that like basically settle down before you've even gone out yep so but but then like people like like me Mm -hmm. i'm like I need to wander. I need to explore for like 10 exactly. years. I need to go out there and see the world. Exactly. You know? Like the, um, like the true American spirit, yeah. you know, the actual like freedoms. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's what I believe in. That's what I'm patriotic about is like, yeah. What our founding fathers, that spirit of like going out into the unknown, just kicking yeah. ass, like the open road, the open roads, like, you know, not this, Oh, we've got to confine ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the ironic part is that part of American society has a, devolved into you know non singularity and you know non individuality yeah is a better way of saying that you know yeah, there's a lot and, of sheep thinking yeah exactly and if we follow the true american mm-hmm. spirit of being like independent and you know we're able to do our own thing and forge mm-hmm. our own way in life no matter the the pursuit of happiness the pursuit of happiness you yeah. know and you know no matter what and forging our own path in life you know depend no matter what anyone tells us like that and that to me is what the american spirit is all about not following i'm with that you know it's it gets me like that gets gets my patriotic heart fired up hell yeah you know and and that's and that's the thing is like i feel like us as americans uh, in america itself has just gone away from that I, i don't know i honestly would think because today what you see pushed is kind of like for for young folks it's like Go out, explore. I mean, maybe this is just my Instagram feed, but <laughs> I, out, I wouldn't. Like, tr- I wouldn't trust the Instagram. Feed, no, man. I don't trust it. But what I'm hearing is a lot of people our age are just thinking, and people I've met, they're just like, I just want to go travel. I want to live in a van. I want to do all these things. And that's great. So then, yeah, like we are seeing the shift. Mm-hmm. Like I see a, a big shift between the people, exactly. the kid, like our people exactly. our age versus people our parents, like our yep. parents when they were because. I mean, my grandparents, especially our grandparents, dude, they were like, by 25, have a kids, have a house, get married, all that shit, mm-hmm. you know, shoe salesman. But <laughs> like, they, like they were, they settled down quick, whereas people these days seem to be taking longer to settle down. Mm-hmm. But it appears like they're using that time to live more 
Although some people say that they're um, they're wasting their time, blah blah blah, just being a bum. But it's like, to be quite honest, I'm attracted to the bum life for a little bit. You know, you got to experience that. Yeah. It's like, okay, you say they're wasting their life, but you wasted your life sitting in an office doing your exactly. nine to five. I mean, the thing like, is, what do you want to have at the end of your life? Do you want to mm-hmm. sit in an office for fifty years and then? when you're 65 finally retire or do you want to go out and explore and do things while you're young while you still have it in you while you mm-hmm. still can and don't have all the financial responsibilities tying you down you are actually free to go exactly like, don't you want to have those experiences don't you want to see the world there's so there and this is my entire thing my whole life i've always been this way i mean like i want to go out and see everything i possibly can because life is just too damn short yeah and it's like i'm i could die tomorrow mm-hmm. i really could and it's like I want to live a life, an exciting life. Mm-hmm. I want to go out and see all the things and do all the things and visit all the people, places, and cultures I can because at the end of the day, you know, what's life worth if you don't see those things? What's right on, life man. fucking worth? Well this said, is why man. we're doing these trips this summer. This exactly. is why we're going to do more trips in the future. Exactly. This is why we're doing this podcast. It's like... It's to spread have, this word of freedom. Exactly. If you have go a out dream, and do it. If you have a dream, fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Just fucking try you shouldn't be afraid of failure look Mm -hmm. if we fail at this i'm gonna be happy because this was a great time Mm -hmm. you know and it's like do i want to settle down one day and have kids and a wife and all that shit yeah but you know what until that day when i'm like in my mid-30s and i finally have a crisis by god i'm gonna live my life to the fucking fullest all right I'm, i'm gonna do whatever i feel not because so so all right here's my thing with college and this ties in perfectly I know that right after college, I'm I'm gonna live this life. I'm gonna you know just travel and do all the bucket list things. Mm-hmm. But I also know that when that's over, when I feel like when I start to feel like, hey, I actually want to maybe have a stable existence. Yeah, exactly. It's like not. with a college degree, you can do that safely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know I wouldn't want to go back and start then, so I'm just getting out of the way now while I can exactly and using this time to travel to do all these things yep so so that i can remain you know connected with life pretty much exactly because otherwise i just get freaking like boked out and i'm I'm just like man this sucks but if i have trips and i have things to do and bucket list stuff lined up it's like i feel good yeah i I feel good you know um that's the thing too so like i'm doing my english degree and i'm just going to use that to like you know eventually when i want to just kind of settle the fuck down yeah. i'm just gonna like when it's time you can have it yeah i can just go back to that i can my go, dad was an english major mm-hmm. go yeah. talk my way into a job and say mm-hmm. like hey i can do the work i'm smart i can i'm well read you know yeah. i can trick him to thinking i'm smart Pretty well, you know yeah. and <laughs> put myself up in a job work my way up and then just mm-hmm. chill yeah i mean if this like and this will i mean with this like or it'll work probably it definitely can and it will but in the case that you know because we're gonna need to pay the bills up until this takes over yeah so well yeah so i mean you exactly know, at the end of the yeah day, we're gonna have we're gonna have to get jobs at some point yeah i mean so. you know and that's the thing i mean for all i know maybe my life turns out to where like i end up working on a farm for the rest of my life hey man and if i do that like if i get to wake up at six o'clock in the morning every morning you know, do a beautiful sunrise. I get to work with animals. Like, like it, dude. you know, I get to chill the fuck out. <laughs> and if I just live on the farm and I'm like, okay, you know what? Yeah. I can live, I can live this life until I die. 
yeah. know, I feel I feel like that's one of those things where even if I don't use like a college degree and it's just like a very simple job, like if I become like a woodcutter up in Canada or yeah. something. Like, and I just live in like a log cabin out in the woods and I'm like, okay, I make, I make a livable wage. I'm, you know, it's a very simple existence. I'm a bottle of bourbon. I got my axe. I got my flannels. I got my TV. (laughs) I got a woman to keep me warm at night. You know what, man? That's, I'm happy. It's it's a good life. You know, it's, it's a good fucking life. life. It's, and that's what I strive to do. And that's like why I want to go back to like the cowboy shit or like the really simple shit is Mm -hmm. because even though, yes, it is hard work. That seems to be like the most fulfilling. It's it, it's not only is it the most fulfilling, but it's also the most peaceful existence. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you're toiling out there in the hot sun, you know, or in the cold. You're chopping wood. You're tilling the field, but you're out in nature. It's a peaceful existence at the end of the day. Simple, easy does it. Exactly, and it would also be in service of other people. Exactly. You know, and yeah. you know, I'd be like feeding people like through a farm, mm-hmm. or I'd be providing fuel for like a family with yeah. like, a tree that i cut down like yeah. and that would give me like a peace of mind where i'm like you know what i can go to bed happy with that like yeah. that's really all i need it's honest work, work. Mm-hmm. yeah that's what i love about like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. people people look down on it they're like at some blue collar shit i'm like no dude that's a good that's an honest work and blue collar people are some of the happiest people in the world exactly and they're some of the best people the, the people of most character i've ever met oh exactly like, like some of the most some of the best most entertaining people honestly yeah. entertained doesn't always mean they're exactly a good person but but you know. i mean and that's, that's that's what i kind of like about that's what i really like about blue collar people is that you know they're like i like they're some of the most truest forms of people this I is feel true, like yeah. we're true like the most honest and just like because they don't have a reason to really bullshit no and they're no. just they, they don't have the time to you know bullshit you that's why mm-hmm. I, i'm like not big on office cultures no and i'm like also and i'll be real like and i know people kind of have a reason for this you know and i'll just say this but like people in tech jobs get off your fucking high horse oh like yeah. Like I like we get it. You make more money than us, and but are you happy? But are you happy? And was it almost killing yourself going through school, doing? It's like not worth no. It. And that's not the thing. I took a you know a CS class. You know where in uh, last semester, I couldn't do that for the rest of my life. Hell no. No, I would be swinging i mean i don't mean to sound edgy but i'd be swinging from a rope in my office you're fucking three <laughs> like if i was having to do that shit all day like mm-hmm. hell no or like oh god could you imagine me in a suit and tie every day no no <laughs> i'll be honest when i put on a suit i'm trying to get pussy like <laughs> like or i'm going out to get fucked up like yeah i'm not the club i'm going out to like i'm going out to to the bars like i'm not yeah dude i'm walking the streets of london Mm -hmm. in a yeah like i'm walking the streets of london i'm trying to get laid i'm acting like jordan peterson in a club like homie dude there's a video of homie in nashville in a club with ben shapiro dressed up in all tweed doing like a little bit of a dance it's the funniest shit ever dude jordan peterson because he's just bopping a little bit it's a full-on club dude that sounds like some Family Guy shit almost. It, yeah, it, I mean, it sounds like like it's it, like Peter Griffin takes out yeah Ben Shapiro and Jordan <laughs> Peterson to a club. Honestly, in a club, I'm trying to get you up. Yeah, um, show me this shit. It's so funny, dude. 
Um, <laughs> have you seen the video of? Look, I, I, I can't it. I quote it, but there's a um, there's a video of like what would happen if Jordan Peterson like had Andrew Tate's philosophy, and it's hilarious. Oh my god, I saw a video on YouTube. It it's was so like, fucking it was funny, like, and he was I'm like, "I'm just trying to get some tail, man. Kids don't want to hear about lobsters. They think lobsters are gay." <laughs> I'm I'm top G. I'm top G. Top P. <laughs> there's there's a video. It's so funny. I think I sent it to you. Honestly, and people make open up my YouTube. <laughs> Andrew Tate. Oh, he'd be seeing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> if um, Jordan. Oh, speaking of Andrew Tate, you think he did it? There's a high probability. I'm not gonna lie. With I'm... what with what he does. Yeah, you know, like the fact I... that he got arrested in Romania, where like, and Romanian police, like mm-hmm. they're hardcore, so they wouldn't be. I don't think they'd be bullshitting around. No, they're hardcore, and they can also, but they can also be bought. It's, well, a, it's be, one of those countries. And it can, I mean, yes, but what would be the benefit of, I mean, truthfully, who would fork up the dough to try and take down like a fucking influencer? I don't know. Um, so, I mean, people, he's like, he, he blames it all on the matrix. I have a video. I'm going to send this to you. It's fucking hilarious. Um, we can actually, yeah, well, we can watch it. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, but I think there's a high probability, yes. Um, but with Andrew Tate, I mean, he's like, The Matrix, The Matrix did this. You have three lives, all this shit. Yeah. Um, he actually said that? Yeah, he's like, you have three lives. Basically, like, the first time I try to cancel you, if that doesn't work and you don't shut up, then they make up a reason to arrest you, and then you wind up dead. Technically, he's been through two of those. If that's even has any relevance, I feel like that's just conspiracy. Like, I feel like he, if he's gonna end up dead, it's because he's gonna people the people that he's human trafficking with are gonna mm-hmm. kill his ass. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I mean, check your shit out. Yeah. Yeah, about the <laughs> audience is gonna love you talking about stealing their women. The girls don't believe 
you just feel sad it's true because he's feeling he's feeling like you can tell like his spirit is just broken It's like that. Oh, that dude, yeah. We just need to get really good at like impressions. Oh, that's so funny, dude. I love it. I didn't realize that was a Patreon clip. We could release that on like pa- like Patreon exclusive content. Oh, right? dude, yeah, we could do like skits and shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like, oh, dude, that nah, I'll be down. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, <laughs> who can you do a good impression of? An Irishman. Nice. I can play like, a stoner really well. <laughs> Like a surfer, like a surfer stunner, I can play that really well. Like, what does a surfer think of think of QAnon? Yeah, dude, <sighs> QAnon, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of whack. It's kind of whack because, like, listen, I don't know much about anything. I barely got my GED, <laughs> but these guys seem a little bogus. You know, they're going on about all this whack shit about PizzaGate. Listen, I love Domino's. But I don't think that they're hiding babies under there. I just, I don't see it. <laughs> What's your opinion on stem cell research? I'm all for it, dude. It boosts recovery after a nice long shred sesh. You know, ever every time you go out after like a, a couple sets of like 14 or plus, you know, size waves, you're a little sore. I heard that like stem cells could totally fix that. You could just, you know, go to some like dank laboratory, inject some stem cells. Next morning, it's like you never even shredded. You can get out there and go twice as hard, dude. Exactly. exactly. I love stem cells, dude. I'll eat that shit for breakfast, man. 
<laughs> well performed, sir. Well performed. Thank you. That's my best impression. Um, I really want to get good at like a Stewie impression. Stewie. Oh, dude, I've been binge watching Family Guy, man. Top tier. Top content. tier. I need. I need to watch the newer seasons. Do you want to come over and watch it with me sometime? Yeah, I'd be down. Like, I think it's, it's because I watched like the like early seasons stuff that like I'd never seen before. Seasons like six through like nine, ten. That's what like I grew up with, dude. Yeah, and I forgot how funny it dude, was. Dude, based as fuck. Mm-hmm. Based. So good, dude. And what's hilarious is that they balance like right and left wing jokes so well because like because they they actually have writers that are on either side (laughs) and it's like you know great jokes oh it's fucking hilarious family guy honestly probably the best like the best like adult cartoon show by far but it's also it's so it's just so real Mm, it can get get real real and yeah what do you think about the whole uh south park versus like family guy debacle i love them both i mean i just you gotta love them both I think with with South Park, like the reason why they can say the most fucked up, crazy shit ever and get away with it is because they're cartoons. They're not people, people. saying it. Like they're mm-hmm. they're one step away from people. Yeah, exactly. You know? So it's like oh, we we think it's like okay. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> like I love South Park, but they overly rely on poop jokes a little too much. Like, like yeah, like, well, it's, like shit it's, humor. Like, mean... like like shit humor just isn't. Funny. It's shit humor is shit. It is. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. when you ever catch the human centipede episode with Steve oh Jobs. That like was, that was disgusting. That was gross. I had a hard time finishing that one because I was like, dude, Steve Jobs, what the fuck? First of all, which I mean, he would have created a human centipede if given the chance. If you just if yeah. you put that in like the mm-hmm. um right or the um yeah. user and terms agreement, like he would have done something with that. But yeah. I think it was it was just so gross because the dude was like, "What would you like me to eat? Uh, like ice cream or like, like wasabi, tuna or wasabi or something." Yeah. And it's like, "Oh, I heard this when you meant that." <laughs> no! no, that was just the, the weirdest it was episode. Weird and it was ever. nasty. It's gross as shit. Too. And it's uh... oh, dude, I have a hard time with that one. And it's like. <laughs> It's grown men like also writing those jokes, which okay, if you, it's your show. Do what you want to do. Get off but, to that. All right, they know their eyes. Yeah, I mean they know that they're gonna <laughs> stick around. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like the vaccination specials that they did were hilarious. So funny, dude. Like they were, like they're very, very in tune with like the modern. Yeah, like you audience. watch it, and it's like it could be a reality show. Like they yeah. say what you're afraid to say. Effectively, sometimes yeah. you know, most of the time, most yeah. of the time, sometimes it's fucked up. Oh yeah, but sometimes, like, sometimes it's, it's like you know, a lot of time it's like wow, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. You know, like yeah. Cartman feeding that kid to his parents. <laughs> oh, dude, like that was that was some fuck shit. Oh my god, it was, dude. I struggle to find time for TV shows, mm-hmm. which is a hard. I, I wish that I mean I'm busy as fuck, but I, I wish I had more time to to like fully watch like all the like the rest of Family Guy, the mm-hmm. newer shit, the newer shit from South Park. Um, I'd love to rewatch Downton Abbey again. That would be cool. And I got to finish Game of Thrones. Oh, what season are you on? I'm on season five, I think. Halfway. Through oh, it. you're still in like the good. good I'm part still of in it. the good old days. The good, good parts of it. But it'll. I mean, 
I'm gonna finish that shit. Mm-hmm. I think um, you would you would like Downton Abbey because it's it's like 1920s England, mm-hmm. but it like follows the fall of like the high like the, the British Lord, aristocracy. The, the aristocracy. It's really interesting mm-hmm. and the drama. Oh my god, the oh, high class yeah. drama. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh, I've seen I've seen <laughs> clips from it. Like, and yeah, I know. Um, like the actress from a uh, Harry Potter, Maggie. Yeah, she something. um she played the old lady. Yeah, she so was fucking funny, dude. Like she so had like that old funny. British lady sass. Yeah, and... oh my god, but she was hilarious as fuck. And when shit when shit went down, she'd be like, "I'm going to the south of France on no notice." Later. Yeah. Basically, it's like I got to get away from this. Out. Yeah. So funny, dude. Like she's, and that's the thing too. Is that's what I can appreciate about old people is that like they just don't give a fuck enough to like yeah. tell people what they're, they're doing. They're on social security. They don't have any problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they're you know if they're like oh there's bullshit in my life I'm just gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go travel. Yeah. Like in one of the seasons, mm-hmm. this um, so it's like super taboo to have sex before marriage and all this. Yeah. But this one of the daughters got knocked up mm-hmm. and she also oh, like in the first season oh. one of the daughters like sleeps with this dude who's over at their um house for one night or whatever mm. and then she, then the guy dies like he just like he like came so hard he died and freaking um so now there's a dead body in the bed and it's the middle of the night and nobody else knows she goes into the hall one of her maids is like doing something and it's like you're not gonna believe, it. like, uh, we. I need help, right? And like, then this maid's like, "Oh my god, what did you do?" And then, and then, like, the mother comes mm-hmm. of his daughter, and it's like, "What the fuck?" Robert cannot find out. He cannot find out. Your and father so they keep will kill this you. Under wraps for like a fucking year, and then, dude, it's so stressful. Like, it's stressful watching because you know there's tension, you know there's drama, you know shit's going down. And in one of the seasons, chick gets knocked up. She goes to France with her aunt to. Learn the language better. Has a kid, leaves the kid, comes back. The kid follows somehow, and then is raised by one of the tenant farmers on the land until it's discovered that hey, you look a little similar to her. her and yeah. All of a sudden, Robert is like losing his mind. He's losing his shit because he's an old school motherfucker, right? Yeah, losing his shit. And then, dude, oh, it's so fucking funny. It's like, oh, you had a bastard. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, Weird. what the hell are you doing? And they're like, we're going to London today. And then, dude, there's a murder, too. Like, they think... So, this this dude who used to serve in, like, the, the African war, war with um, the lord of this big house. He's mm-hmm. a, he's one of the servants. Mm-hmm. And he... So, there's, like, upstairs and downstairs and the, the maids and the servants and the butlers and all that. Mm-hmm. So, this dude, Bates, he's a, he's a servant. Um, mm-hmm. And he, like... He walks with a cane, though, because his arm, his leg got fucked up in the war. But he fought with robert who's the lord grantham mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden somebody like somebody dies mm-hmm. i think someone someone gets fucked a, a guest dies mm-hmm. and they think it's him because he was this dude who came for a night was like hitting on his wife like bates his wife oh, and so yeah. and so but dude he was fucked up but like he he wound up dead mm-hmm. um i yeah, and then all of a sudden, Bates was like under investigation. He gets put in, I don't want to spoil it, but he get put in prison. And mm-hmm. then, like, there's a fight to, like, get him out and shit. And it's just all fucked it's up. All, it's all it's fucked so, up. It's so, it's just so, it's so crazy. But, uh, hmm. 
I mean, I think when we're in, when we're in England, like it was filmed in England, we should there, we could go visit the castle that was oh. filmed at Highclere Castle. Oh, really? If you're down, like it, down. it would have to be so on our way from London to Liverpool, we would have to make a stop in Newbury, take a little bus down to the castle, do a tour, mm-hmm. and then get on up to Liverpool. But dude, that would be that'd be legit. Yeah. So I mean, if you get into it, we can we can scope it probably. So that'd be fun. Yeah. Cool, man. So yeah, Ooh. I would recommend. All right, right on. Man. It's on a Peacock, which is free. Yeah, so. I'm, I have Peacock. Yeah, so cool, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, since we're on a bit of a time crunch, do yeah, you do you want to get to like editing and because I know because that takes like a while. Yeah, yeah. And let's um. Because I yeah I gotta be home at six thirty. So, all right. You got anything else, sir? No, I've been I've been ranting. It's been it's been good. We're getting we have a lot of stuff coming, dude. Yeah, dude, it is Stay an exciting tuned. time to be a fan of the Musings of Men. It really is. It so. really is. Stay tuned. All right, all right. Well, without further ado, thank y'all for listening to another episode eighty something. Anyway, stay stoked. Be good, ladies and gentlemen. Later. See ya. That was a good episode.